Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Krypton Podcast, your podcast about all things related to sci-fi's upcoming Superman prequel sh- series, Krypton, starring Cameron Cove and many more as they tell you the story of Krypton before it blew up and became known as the, the Dead World of the Man of Steel, because this is a story before this is not the story how they how they die. It's the story how they lived. I am not one of your regular hosts. I am your producer and uh, film host, Andy Babak, which you, who you may have heard on previous episodes of this podcast. And we've been gone for quite some time. We know, and uh, there's been schedule issues. There's been just a lot of things going on. This happens in the world of podcasting. And uh, we did address on Twitter the other day. I crept on podcast on Twitter that uh, we will definitely be back for. Some changes. We have both good and bad news, and we, we're gonna have to start with the bad news because, um, who people who've been listening to the podcast since uh, we kicked off back uh, in uh, last summer, I believe it was, um, Aaron Head and Aaron Moss and Pat Simpson have been um, doing the podcast uh, since uh, we kicked off season zero. But unfortunately, due to different schedules and uh, our parties going and so on, Aaron and Pat will not be continuing with the Krypton podcast and. Uh, we uh, are pre- we appreciate all the hard work they did for us and the, for the podcast and they I know we you know having talked to them that day they they they're definitely they regret that they can't continue with the podcast so on but they wanted me to pass on good wishes and you know and and um, and um, wish everyone to excite uh, to be excited for Krypton and to enjoy the show and th- thanking them for having listened to the podcast for as long as you have and. Um, and hopefully we will maybe have them on in the future, uh, or we will, you know, I'm sure we will have, like, just because you leave a podcast doesn't mean that you can't come back or you can't, you know, do a guest spot or whatnot. So, and um, we, you know, everyone here on DC Podcast, we would like to wish them the, the best of luck on their, they do have a lot of amazing podcasts that you should be sh- checking out. So, uh, there's some good stuff there. But with those bad news said, we do have good news because the crypto market is gonna you know as they say in show business i guess uh, the show must go on don't know where it came from i guess you know just some some dude said it and now it exists so i'm very i'm very happy to be uh, introducing you guys to two of our numerous two of our newest members of the dc podcast network and then uh, some of you may Maybe familiar with them, with them, you know they, they're you know they're pretty kick ass. They do some awesome on the internet, writing, podcasting wise. And I would like to welcome Michelle and Lazy to the Krypton Podcast as your new official co-host. Hey. Hello. <laughs> Woo. Hi guys. Hi, hey, ladies, ladies, tonight. I am super excited. This is really i mean not that i want to be like oh yay bad things happened to the host before us they didn't they just have other opportunities but i'm very <laughs> excited to be throwing myself into this well i'm really i'm excited to be you know that you guys are that you guys are joining not just the krypton podcast but also you know our dc podcast family which you know we 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 always you know we always love to expand it in every way and I um and this is this is about you guys. I'm gonna try and shut up as much as I can now. But uh, uh, if I wanna, if we're gonna start with uh, who wants to go first, like tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, what you guys do, and your thoughts about Krypton. Michelle, you wanna start? Yeah. <laughs> that makes it easy. Like, yeah, I I can, I can tell. I'm like, hmm, go they're, waiting. they're waiting. They're waiting. I was like, <laughs> I was about to say, who wants to go first? <laughs> <laughs> um. So I'm Michelle. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. You can talk with me on Twitter at MimiC1019. I'm always there, usually throughout the day. 
um, talking about all of the TV that I watch, and there's a lot of it. Um, I particularly really enjoy a lot of the hero shows, the CW shows, uh, big Riverdale fan. Um, I'm super excited about this show. I also write, um, I do recaps for Riverdale over on TV source magazine. And during the day I have a regular job. I work at an eye doctor's office. That's not exciting or geeky. So we won't talk about that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm like really excited to, to start this show. Um, mostly because it's funny. I've never been a big um, Superman fan, which is weird. Um, I like him. Like, he's fine. But he's never been my favorite. I've always been a Batman fan. Um, and what I think is interesting about this is, you know, the, the thing that I guess I've always liked about Batman is that you don't have to be, like, a super person to be a hero. And, you know, he's, like, just a guy with some cool tech and, you know, to have the heart of a hero. And that's kind of what this is. This is, you know, none of the people on Krypton have superpowers. You know, the only reason Superman has superpowers is because he gets them from our yellow sun and because he comes to earth, but on Krypton, he wouldn't be a superhuman. So this is interesting. It's kind of in my wheelhouse of enjoying the, you know, the hero within um, more so than, than having those extra special, extra special powers. So I'm super excited to get this journey going and, Excited to be part of the DC TV podcast network. And yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's my turn now. Probably. <laughs> Your turn. Jump in. <laughs> um, um, apologies in advance to the internet about my sort of randomness. You'll get used to it. Um, hi, I'm Lacey. Uh, I am, let's see. I feel like whatever I say is not going to be as eloquent as whatever Michelle just said. So I will say that I'm a big nerd. <laughs> Uh, I love all manner of sci-fi and genre television. Uh, my first and greatest love is Doctor Who. So if you have any thoughts on that in your spare time, do tweet them at me. I am also on Twitter pretty much all day because social media is actually my day job. Uh, you can find me at LaceyMB, L-A-C-Y-M-B. It's a super original title because it used to be my original AIM name. For those of you who are old enough to remember what AIM is. Woo! I know. that. It's really sad, isn't it? Because I was like, oh, I don't know what I want my Twitter name to be. I'll just pick this. That I kind of regret that now, but I got verified, so I'm stuck with it. So, <laughs> que sera, sera. Um, Other than Doctor Who, I, too, am a big fan of all of the CW shows. The super Well, actually, pretty much all CW shows. I was going to be like, just the superhero ones. I'm like, that's a lie. I love Riverdale. I loved Gossip Girl. I'm not ashamed. Um, Jane the Virgin is a great show. If you're not watching it, I know it's not a genre, but it's on the CW, so it's like in the family. Uh, I also uh, am a digital strategist during the daylight hours, which basically means I am on Facebook and Twitter all day. So get ready for my TV takes while I'm at work, I guess. Uh, period dramas are my other uh, greatest pleasure, but I doubt that's entirely relevant here. Just, you know, letting you know. Uh, let's see, Krypton. I too am also not a huge, I've never really been that into Superman either. And I think it's a little bit because we, um, it's kind of like Spider-Man a little bit. It was another hero granted from a different sort of, you know, house than this one. Uh, but I feel like we've just seen that origin story a bunch of times. And I kind of feel a little bit that way about Superman too. Like how many times do we have to, sort of start the story from the beginning which is actually why I'm really excited for this show which starts it way before the beginning I'm really 
looking forward to seeing how they set up this you know i don't even think it's i know i know everybody's like oh it's a prequel but it's not really a prequel which is what i think is interesting about it because they've never really to my knowledge anyway which admittedly is kind of limited done anything like this where we go back before superman and look at all look at the society that sort of you know metaphorically and physically i suppose gave birth to him and plus i've spent the weekend like looking at a bunch of the promotional materials down in Austin, Texas, although I had to leave South by Southwest before the premiere. And it just, it looks, it all looks really great. So I'm excited. Let's do it. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's interesting. Uh, I think the most intriguing aspect of this story for me is the fact that, you know, we're going to watch Seg L save Krypton to be blown up in the future. Like, we already sort of know that whatever does transpire only works for, like, 200 years. And, like, that's a really interesting concept to me that, like, and I'm curious to see if he is going to know that information going into it. That, like, you're going to do this, but it's only going to work for a certain amount of time. Like many societies, you know, like, you can look back in history and all of the greatest civilizations at some point have, like, a rise and fall. Um and so this is kind of like the rise and fall of Krypton. Uh, and that's like really interesting to me, you know, that we we're coming into it with this knowledge that eventually whatever goes down does sort of fail, but it's still intriguing to see how they get there. Yeah. And I keep seeing, I, I'm trying personally to not read any of the earlier views because I, I haven't seen the pilot yet and I want to go into it like, without any real idea of, of what happens. But I keep seeing all these review headlines over the past couple of days that are like, this is sci-fi's Game of Thrones, which is, surprise, surprise, another show that I love. <laughs> and, Same. <laughs> and I really, like, I love just the, I love that, and I really hope that that these reviews are accurate and it's actually really like that because I love the concept of taking this sort of, like the idea of a big sprawling epic Game of Thrones thing and mashing it up with a with a superhero kind of property. Even though I know you are right, they're not really superheroes per se, but that sort of mythology. I think just sort of creating like a Voltron of that is going to be great. So I hope they're not lying. <laughs> well, uh, and it's I mean, also well, this maybe song. the studios t- paying them to maybe the studios paying the right, journalists to say fake things or whatnot. You know, since uh, um, isn't that what people think that um, the people <laughs> do true. about the Marvel movies? But that is that is ever, all of us who express opinions on the internet. I think some people think uh, we're, we're <laughs> yeah, paid to do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyone out there listening, I have many opinions. You can have my address and send me checks. Like just. <laughs> like <this. laughs> yeah, shoot me a DM. I'll gladly take your money. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I just slide on my DMs. <laughs> uh, very easy to Google. My name is not is not common. It's fine. <laughs> I don't know. I just that's uh, I know that's a little off topic, but that irritates me so much because like, why would you even why would you even wade into like some of these internet conversations if it wasn't for something that you loved? Honestly, why would we be here? It would not be for like random Marvel checks. Oh, you're here. <laughs> but I was gonna ask you guys. Um, 
No, I, I think it's interesting because I know that for a lot of people, like, you know, like I've talked to a lot of people about about the show, and I know that there's been a lot of, you know, they're, they're similar in terms of how you guys are expressing that. They're maybe not very big Superman fans, whatnot, and so on, but that the concept of the show is just so intriguing and refreshing for, like, because, you know, we have a lot of DC Comics TV shows right now. Like, there's. There's a lot of them in the you know set in the present mostly, and that it's superheroes. And, I mean, the only people we have right now is Gotham, but like Krypton is taking you know it's you know a, a, to the next level, and also including time travel with that. So, I mean, I can totally see how this is to many critics and whatnot who have seen this that this is kind of like the Game of Thrones of sci-fi slash DC, and um, I mean, I mean, there's I mean. You guys know how long the show has been in the works, like like when it like like in ter- if you talk in terms of like development stage until until the point we are at now, more than almost three years at this point. They mm-hmm. began in twenty fourteen. Like this, I've never seen a show go through this long of a development process of like yeah, we're giving you a pilot order in the following year, then we're gonna give you a cast in twenty sixteen. And then you get a serious pick up in twenty seventeen. It's like it's 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 been a long, it's been a long process for sure. And it's I'm, I'm just like I'm flabbergasted in many ways. But that means that they they're probably they probably been taking their their sweet ass time to to really work this out. Um, what I was gonna ask you guys was um, from what has been the thing that you uh, from all the marketing stuff so that you've seen that the one thing that you've seen from trailers or photos and posts whatnot that has made you like. Super so like the most like I cannot wait to see this character this aspect of the show explored and fleshed out Well, I'm gonna give like sort of a cheesy answer that doesn't have anything to do with an actual like piece of promotional material from the show But I just have to say that these days. I'm really willing to give anything I'm about to say something that sounds like I'm expecting my check, but um, (laughs) like the sci-fi network in the past year or two I know everybody like thinks of sci-fi and they think of Sharknado and uh, like David Hasselhoff <laughs> and all of that. Um, which no joke, I love the experience of watching Sharknado with all my friends as well. But like their original series over the past couple of years have been incredibly good. Like if you're not watching Winona Earp, you need to start watching Winona Earp because it is incredible. Like the magician, yeah. <laughs> the magicians is great. Like I at one point was like oh i'm not watching anything that's on sci-fi it's gonna be like cheesy it's not gonna be that good and now i've completely 180 my opinion of almost everything they're putting out and i'm like it's gonna be amazing because they've really like recommitted to their to their genre roots so that i'm just like i think they're really a great place for this show to be living and i think that they're gonna take care of it because quite frankly, some of some of the shows that are on sci-fi right now, I think would not have made it on many other networks. So go sci-fi. Slide in my yeah. DM. My answer <laughs> sort of in the same is sort of in the same vein. Um I I find myself the past year or two, maybe, I'm a little more open to watching something that's recommended that doesn't necessarily like grab my attention. Um and part of that does come from Winona Earp. Uh, I remember seeing promos for Winona Earp and being like, well, this looks stupid. And then a friend of mine was like, you really should watch it. I think you'll like it. And I'm like, Ugh. and I like didn't have anything to do. So I'm like, you know what? Let me watch an episode or two. And I love it. 
It's like one of my favorite shows on TV. Um, and it speaks to me in so many different ways that I adore it. And it's something that I never would have expected to like. Mm -hmm. And so from that, I was like, you know, like, I didn't really, something like The Gifted that was on earlier this season, another show that I may not have watched, ended up loving. Um, so when I started seeing promos for this, I was like, you know what? I'm like, I'll give this, you know, it's 10 episodes. I'm like, I'll give it an episode or two and see if I like it. Um, just because I, I also like a sucker for an origin story. I really like origin stories. Like my favorite, like Christopher Nolan, Batman movie is Batman Begins. Yes. Hot take. Cause it's, you know, everybody swears like the dark Knight is the best one, but um, in my personal opinion, <laughs> Batman Begins is the better film. Uh, but I love an origin story. So, you know, I liked Man of Steel. Um, I like things that are different. You know, I really like Gotham because I feel like it's not the same thing that I've seen a hundred times. Mm. And, you know, for some people that's a hit or miss thing. And Krypton may be that as well. You know, maybe some people will come into it and be like, mm, I don't know, I don't really like it. And other people will love it. Um, I, I like when people try to take something we've seen over and over and make it a little bit different and make it their own without still feeling true to the source material. Um, and like I said, sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> um, and <laughs> I, I love you already. <laughs> no shade, no shade. Um, but what shade? You know, there's, free, there's, there's only three cups of tea here. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think, you know, I saw it and I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm liking Kal-El recently, so I'll check out his grandpa. Sounds good. And the newer promos have gotten me super excited. Like, the the new promotional material that's coming out, they released all those, um, those images of, like, the houses. Oh, I don't know yeah. if you saw those. There's, like, oh, I've, I've seen it. And I was like, oh my god, it's like Harry Potter. So I was like, <laughs> So all these little things and then like the newer promo when you see that he has the cape and it's like disappearing, that's very back to the future. So there's all these little things that like I like and love that seem to be incorporated in this. And like Lacey said, you know, they're calling this the Game of Thrones of sci-fi and I'm like, Game of Thrones is my jam. So, you know, I'm just like all these little things together have made me excited for this show. Yeah, I if I'm going to be selfish and be like, I'm, I'm, I'm I mean, I'm, I'm excited for all of it, but. Y'all, Brainiac, though. I mean... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I... Look, we've seen some great Brainiacs in uh, in, in live action before, you know, James Marstress on, um, on Smallville and Jesse Graff as a very blue-looking Brainiac 5 on Supergirl, even though he is mm. phenomenal and he is um, the best male lead on that character that the show has ever had. Sorry, Michelle. I know you... <laughs> I, I I know it, it. Look, it's fine to to like Kara and Monel, but I will like. I'm sorry. I I'm I'm all about Brainiac Five, but <laughs> but the, but but this is the first time we've gotten a Brainiac that is like. I mean, that first promotional photo. Guys, what did you? I mean, you guys have seen Brainiac now, like, both in the trailers and also in the, you know, in that promotional photo that came out. And so I mean. This is our big bat for the first season, and they're—I mean—they're going big for the first season. How do you guys feel yeah. about that? I mean, listen, go big or go home. Amen. 
And I think that is a, a good way too to tie it because so much of the show is going to be stuff that people don't know or aren't as familiar with. I think it's a good hook for people that, you know, well, I mean, it's fandom. Some people are going to be extremely motivated by how many Easter eggs they can count in every episode. So right. that is good for people who need that sort of thing to invest in it. I'm just, I'm just so like, I remember like, because I was at, uh, I wasn't at home when the photo came out. So like, I had to like literally stop what I was doing and just like look at the photo and then was like, and it just keep moving. I'm like, no, look at this. And they're like, some of them were my comic fans until they knew what it was. One of some of them were like, is that cosplay? Like, is that like Comic Con? I'm like, you shut your mouth. This is, this is, this is movie magic quality because. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I Brain, is, Brain is like one of my favorite villains of all time in DC, so I I'm looking forward to it. Um Are you guys big time travel travel fans? Like, you know, like I mean you know, there's been so much time travel now in I uh, funny enough a lot in the last four years or so on television with like Timeless, Fallen Monkeys and Lips Tomorrow and so on. Like are you guys big time travel fans? You know Doctor Who's like fifty some years old, right? <laughs> I know, but but I know, but I mean, that's what I'm talking about. Like I mean like if we're talking broadcast television, like, you know, Doctor Who is, te- isn't it technically cable? I mean, I'm not trying to shame it. I mean, I mean, Doctor Who is amazing. I love Doctor Who, but it's like, I'm just talking about, like, you know, there's been a lot more time travel stories coming up, like, in the last four years. Yeah, I, feel, I feel like every pilot season, there's always, like, this big time travel project that is, like, either in pilot development or just, it's just like, oh, this is totally going to go to series, and then it flops. Um, I think it was time after time last year on ABC. Um huh? to watch that and then I never did probably I'm the reason it got cancelled <laughs> yes so, this is all your fault it is I have I have that effect sometimes but, I, do, I, oh, yeah. I think it's a I think it's a big trend I think it has been for a while now and I think um, part of me is like a hardcore Whovian wants to be like well I noticed that Doctor Who has gone very mainstream in recent years but it has um, my phone oh, yeah. has my phone case happens to be a TARDIS and now people come up to me and, and they see my phone case and they start talking to me about Doctor Who, which three or four years ago, they would see my phone case and ask me if I liked cops. And while, <laughs> yes, I think police officers are, are generally very hardworking individuals. I, I don't think that they would be my phone case choice. Just, you know, but now people, people know what it is. So that's been sort of really weird. And I feel very oddly like Brooklyn hipstery about it. Like, ugh, you only, you don't even know. But anyway, <laughs> I think that ever since kind of Lost blew up, sort of, we've moved into more, like, things are cooler to watch now in the mainstream. Things that have very twisty arcs, things that have time travel, things that, you know, are super sci-fi where, you know, a, a decade ago, that wasn't what the average person would admit to watching in public. So I think, you know, nerds have inherited the earth on that score. But I also think people like time travel just as a, as a trope generally, because it lets us, it lets us reimagine things. It lets us mm. find, it, it lets us think about like, what, what would we do differently? How would this, even stuff like Man in the High Castle, I know it's based on a novel, but it's like, you know, what if what if something in time had changed? How would the world be different? So it lets us redo things. It lets us manage, imagine sort of alternate realities. I think that gives people a lot of space to play in. 
and it means that you can kind of keep things familiar enough to not scare people off, but give the story room to grow at the same time. I love time travel. I think it's awesome. I love time travel as well. I have, I have like my, my one thing with time travel is I only really like time travel when the storyteller sets up specific rules for the time travel and like sticks to them. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't really, I can't really deal with this. Like, like they do this on the flash and it annoys me because it's like they're we're gonna do this time travel thing in this season but then like the other season we're gonna do it again and like the same rules don't apply and i'm like no it's no i don't that's not how this works but like like the thing i really like about timeless is like is that yeah time it has very specific rules about their time travel and they like lay them out for you in the show like, you know, the, like how you can or cannot interact with people, um, you know, stuff like that. Or like, I did actually get to watch the first season. I shouldn't say the first season of Doctor Who. The first season of, like, reboot Doctor Who mm -hmm. uh, with, um, oh, my God, what's his name? Eccles. Eccles. Yeah, Christopher Eccleson. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so I watched that whole season, and then I started the second season, and I haven't gotten a chance to go back to it yet. But what I loved about that was, again, there's, like, clear rules for the time travel like you can't interact with yourself oh they definitely mess that up later on but they um, try <laughs> damn it but um all right we well, get to the Stephen Moffat years but I I don't I don't like when like in the, within the story they decide to change the rules of the time travel like that sort of gets on my nerves sometimes um but for the most part I'm pretty cool with time travel I enjoy it I like seeing like like especially on like a show like Timeless like when Lucy goes back every her reaction every time she meets like a cool person in history is so fun because I'm like that would be me I'd be like oh my god you're Abraham Lincoln like you know so it's always like fun for that kind of stuff and it gives you like the opportunity to have cool guest stars and you know bring on like these historical people and see them as you know like a teenager or like what they were really like and you know outside of just their major accomplishment that we know them for. Um, so it's neat. I enjoy time travel. Now, um, I know we're getting cl uh, close to, uh, to wrapping up for, um, for, for this episode and whatnot, but I, um, the one thing that I know a lot of people always talk about when it, that I've been, they've been talking about when it comes to Krypton is whether or not we're actually going to see Superman at any point. And, I think that before they in, before they introduced the idea that they were going to do time travel on the show, I thought I thought it it was almost certain that it was never going to happen. But do you think we will see the Man of Steel on the show? And all, but more but more but more importantly, do you would you want him to appear? You know, because now that we have time travel being as introduced, so like, do you should Segal get to meet his future grandson? I feel like I will formulate a better opinion on that once I see the show. Um, I, I, I want to say I don't want to see Superman because I feel like that takes away from like Superman is such a big character and such, you know, like particularly like an important part of this story that it's almost better for him to be like the, the mythological person that exists outside of the story um, that being said, I felt the same way about it on Supergirl, and I thought that Supergirl did a good job with it. 
So I guess my answer would be I'll just trust the writers. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of there too. I think I think my gut instinct says says no as well. I think if we do ever see him on this show, I think it probably could only really happen at the very end. Um, maybe in the series finale or something like that. But even then I don't I don't feel just thinking about the concept of the show that it's super necessary. And right. I think it might be more important for this show to not have to live under the shadow of Superman, so to speak. Like I know that we're we all know where this is going right in the future, but it's not at this moment his story. And I think it's probably important for Krypton to be able to stand to A stand on its own as a as a story on its own that isn't reliant on Superman's existence. And I think when you start doing stuff like that, inserting inserting characters from other places in the timeline, even if it even if it is Superman, you you end up kind of hamstringing the show a little bit because you have placed these rails that it has to stay in. So I think my gut response is that it might be better if he is just yeah. What did you what did you call it? Just sort of like a, a outside, like the like a like a mythological thing that yeah. exists outside. Yeah. I I could not agree more. I think that if we ever do see him, I think it should be something that you know pe- people the, the people that only want to watch the show because of Superman. I think it's like I mean I wanted to watch it for so they can fall in love with these new characters, one none so especially Sega because I mean if there's one thing I I mean there's so so much things to love about Karen Cuff who who plays Sega, but one thing I've loved about following him on Twitter for the past few years is that he this is like this is a true Superman fan. Like, he is straight up in love with this universe mm-hmm. and this character and he appreciates what he gets to do and um he's British. <laughs> he he is British and he has great hair. So it's like there's just like so much I love good to all these things. <laughs> Sorry? I love all of those things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's like so, but I feel like if we ever do see Superman, like it should be a one episode thing and something that they should build up to, like maybe season four or five or whatnot. But ladies, you guys want to share um, any final thoughts you want to share to the listeners before? Um, because it just kind of this does kind of conclude season zero and so on. So, like anything you guys want to say to your well, your new listeners, because this is your this is going to be your show. I'm not gonna you know I'm gonna be gone next week and uh, because then. Um, I'm giving I'm giving the the ship to you guys. So, any thoughts? Any last thing you want to say? No pressure. <laughs> no pressure. Um, I just want to say uh, I um, both of us love to interact on Twitter. So please send us your thoughts. Tell us what you're excited about. You know, talk to us between now and when the show starts. We want to hear what you guys are looking forward to, and and please talk to us during the episode. After the episode, we really want to hear your thoughts um, about about the show. That's the most that I love the most about social media is getting to interact with people that love the things that I love. Um, so the more the more I get to do that, the happier we all are. <laughs> um, all of that times like a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so true though. I mean that's why we're all we're all here on this on this medium, like because we want to find other people that like the things that we like. So if you really like something or you really don't like something, tell us about it. We'll talk about it. I think you could probably tell that we have no shortage of, of opinions on things. So it'll be a good time. 
Yeah. Well, I know I, I, I know I will definitely be looking forward to listening to your thoughts every week and whatnot. And uh, once again, welcome to the podcast and to the Easy Five Network. And I hope that uh, you guys are going to have a blast uh, as uh, we finally get into the world of Krypton. So that's going to be it for for this episode of the Krypton Podcast. And um, I'm just going to. Ask you guys to plug your social medias and your other stuff that you're doing, and then I'm gonna give the listeners their, um, you know, their, their their plugs for for the podcast. So you know, just kind of, you know, so you also get used to it. So like, so Michelle, where can people find you on social media and your other stuff that you do? Um, you can find me on Twitter at Mimi C ten nineteen. That's M I M I C ten nineteen. That's where you'll find me the most. You can find me, uh, my writing on TV Source Magazine. I recap Riverdale there. And you can also listen to me on the hashtag TV Geek podcast. You can follow that on Twitter. It's at hashtag is spelled out, H-A-S-H-T-A-G, TV Geek. And over there we talk about um, all things geek, all the TV show, all the CW shows, Gotham, Gifted. We talk about movies. We just did an Oscar podcast last week. So we talk about a whole array of things. There's something for everybody over there. And also, as a side note, her name is not me. Like people who f- think her name is Mimi, it's not. She fooled me <laughs> with that too. So, <laughs> uh, so it is Michelle, but she goes by by Mimi on social. So, well, just just I'm still using my aim name. These are the things that we get stuck in over the <laughs> of, of being on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Lazy, where can people find you on social media and your your projects that you do? Um, I am Lacey MB pretty much everywhere. Um, L-A-C-Y MB because, you know, I'm all about like a consistent personal brand, except for Tumblr where somebody's swatting on Lacey MB where I am the real Lacey MB. But you probably really shouldn't follow me there because I'm very boring and I sort of just reblog gifts of pretty people, but that's okay. Um, let's see, where else am I these days? Uh, I'm recapping The Flash over at Telltale TV. I write about Doctor Who over at Culturist, which is a really great site about sort of female-focused perspective on geekdom. And mostly I am just usually yelling about things on Twitter. So come say hi. <laughs> well, I love when you yell about Caitlin Snow because I agree with your girl. She, that girl deserves, deserves some better things than she's getting on the five right now. Girl, don't throw things at the internet. <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah so b- b- listeners you you want to know where you can find this podcast now? you can find it at cryptonpodcast.com where you can also besides getting the latest episodes of the podcast you can get all the latest news and photos and trailers and everything you need to know about krypton on sci-fi you can follow the podcast uh, official social media account at the krypton podcast on facebook and twitter and you can subscribe to the Krypton Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. And w- while you're on Apple Podcasts, to give these ladies an amazing welcome, like, a, like a, besides just listening to the episode, you should give the, uh, this uh, podcast a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and just say, Michelle and Lazy are pretty amazing. Less of Andy, more of them. Because, and which, you know, that wish will definitely be granted without doubt. And um, it, also, it also helps support the podcast as well. You know, the more um, reviews and ratings it gets, the more exposure you get, and the more pe- more people we c- can discover it on another podcast, which uh, which we all want. We all want, we, you know, we just want to, you know, send out all the podcast love to listeners all over the world, which is kind of one of the mo- amazing things about podcasting. 
the Crimson Pocket is part of the DC Pockets Network, as we mentioned, which features amazing pockets for Arrow, The Flash, Supergirl, Letters Tomorrow, uh, iZombie, Black Lightning, Class D TV shows, as well as for Krypton and the upcoming Titan show, which you know, I, shameless plug, I do co-host the, the Flash Pockets and Titan Pockets. So, you know, if you somehow find my babble remotely interesting, Check out those podcasts too, because that's why I babble a lot more. A, a lot more there too. I'm sure I'll find a reason to talk about Krypton on those shows as well, because for some, I mean, every every episode in season three of the Five, I somehow found a reason to talk about Riverdale. Like, like, and then on this episode of Riverdale, Cheryl talked talked about how Jason used to like something. You know, you, you know, Jason used to like watch TV shows, probably. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, that was just like a thing. She was like, "Well, you know, Jason used to. Jason used to. That's that was like her catch for season one." And so check out dcpodcast.com for all those amazing podcasts. You can follow the network on social media at DC Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and you can subscribe to the Mega Feed on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. And if you have any questions about Krypton or feedback you want to send to the ladies or whatnot, you can email kryptonpodcast at gmail And that has been it. For this uh, this uh, this uh, soft reboot of the Krypton podcast, um, I'm going to be handing it over to the ladies, which who I know will be doing a phenomenal job hosting this podcast. Um, you be nice to them. You support the podcast. Send them your thoughts on the on about the show. Uh, I know, like, do you guys like? Do you guys uh, want to let them know like what your recording schedule will be like? Um, just so they have an idea, like when they can send feedback and stuff like that. I think we said we're going to try to do Thursday night, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, we have this conversation, right? Um, yeah. So, <laughs> this is going to air at 10 o'clock Eastern uh, on Wednesdays, and we are going to aim to record Thursday night. So, you know, catch up, try to watch it when it airs. If not, if you get to it throughout the day on Thursday, send us an email, a little note on Twitter, and we'll be sure to read your feedback while we're recording. Here, here. Well, this has been... Krypton Podcast at Season 0. Uh, tune in next week when Season 1 starts with uh, with Lazy and uh, Michelle. So, listeners, we'll see you next week. Bye!